Welcome to the Full Armor of Game podcast episode number 22, Why Nice Guys Finish Last. Your host, I am the czar of dating, Zardanya, and the Texan Prince, also known as Adam. Now, today's episode, Why Nice Guys Finish Last. Listen, fellas, okay? Nice guys do not finish last. They actually finish first all over their computer screens. So with that being said, no, listen, <laughs> they finish first on their computer screens and they also finish last. Okay. You bring the crowns and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. You insult my queen. You threaten my people with slavery and death. This is Sparta! Put on the whole armor of game. Let's go back to the 80s. The 80s saw media and women wanting the sensitive man, a man in touch with his feelings, a man who can emotionally open up and share his most inner beings. This is what women said they wanted. So the media ran with it. The media portrayed it. And the men became it. The average man is very sensitive and emotional. So women wonder why guys are so nice and needy these days. They simply grew up in a culture that portrayed the nice, sensitive man as the man women wanted. It's a great and noble thought, don't get me wrong, but it's pretty far from the truth. But a great thought. The problem is our makeup, our very being. When women said they wanted a quote-unquote nice guy who is in touch with his feelings, these same women forgot to tell you that this guy was already masculine and a strong man. This is the man the other girls wanted. This is the man who was untamable. The man who was on a mission and was going to reach his goal come hell or high water. This man was already an alpha who just happened to be amazed with this one girl that for her and only her, he showed a softer and more open side. A great example of this, and I'm sure you can give us one as well, Adam. I always think of Tom Hardy, the actor. He was Bane in the Batman movie. He's He was also in Mad Max Road, Road to Fury. He was in very, very good movies, and a lot of women are attracted to Tom Hardy because he's the epitome of what we're talking about. He already has those masculine alpha traits. But when he's around women, he knows how to be that caring, nice guy that women drool over. That's when it's attractive. If he didn't have those masculine alpha traits and he was just a typical nice guy, if he wasn't famous, no woman would find him attractive. But since he does, it works wonders with women. Yeah, it's a good point because really nice nice that that quality of being nice is only valuable if there's a flip side to it if if she's getting a piece of that that you're not just giving the rest of the world if you only have one side nice guy pushover then that that niceness doesn't have value because that's all you are it's if you have that that other side that that 
um, room for ruthlessness. You have that room for having that masculine or alpha mentality, and then you're able to show her a softer side, then that can become attractive, but not if you only have one switch. You're only the nice guy. Yeah, that's your foundation, having those masculine alpha qualities. That's your foundation. Then it's okay to be nice. But I truly believe that every woman wants that balance in a man. She wants a man that's able to drink wine out of his enemy's skull if the time came, but also for him to be that tender, caring, and loving guy to her. They they want that that balance in a man. Okay, just like we want a freak in the sheets, a lady in the streets. It's the same thing when it comes to a guy. Okay, just different. You guys, I'm not telling, we're not telling you to go out and just start beating everyone up. No, we're not saying that. But if anyone ever disrespects you or your woman, you cannot tolerate this respect. You have to be able to defend herself and you have to be able to defend your honor, defend her honor and defend your honor. Okay. So you can relate to this, Adam. You know, for years, I was the nice guy. I bought women flowers, the expensive dinners. I wrote love songs, poems. I drew art just to win the affection of the latest girl I wanted. I truly thought that being nice, I would demonstrate what a catch I was to the woman I was interested in. Okay. Now, every day, and it's gotten worse, especially in today's modern dating era, we see men making the same mistakes. When I'm out with my friends, most of them compliment and gush all over some attractive girl that is our waitress or within the proximity. I hear them offer her dinners, exciting adventures like, do you like the lake? Do you want to join me? Do you want to go on this cruise with me? Ad nauseum. Okay, I get nauseous when I hear like men just putting women on a pedestal like this and being extra nice. Don't get me wrong. The guys are good looking. They're successful, adventurous, and very polite. But half of them always give me shit for being the so-called asshole to women. They say I'm too mean. I tease them too hard. I'm criticized when I try to give them advice on keeping a girl's interest. Yes, some of these guys are so good looking girls approach them, but the girl never stays interested once the guys start opening their fucking mouth. Okay, but these are the nice guys women have always said they wanted. Okay, and we know that's false, Adam, right? I'm sure you were that guy. Okay, that's how we got oh, in this position. You know, we learn from those beta behaviors, those beta barnacle behaviors. Yeah, and just and just like um, you mentioned the balance piece that women want, right? She wants the the best of both worlds—a guy that has that ruthless side, but can also be nice. But we're all human beings. To find a perfect man or a perfect woman is very, very difficult. Just like a guy wants to pick every perfect trait he could on a woman, if he could find that all in one woman. But the problem is, if you aren't the perfect man that has that perfect balance if she can choose between the nice guy or the bad boy the a-hole be if you just offer those two pieces for her to choose from she is going to pick the a-hole the the bad boy because that guy is more exciting he's more fun he's more of a challenge so yeah girls are going to say they want the nice guy but it's a hard combination to have that perfectly down. So if you're just stuck sitting there going, oh, you know, I, I'm not the perfect guy. Well, women aren't going to be impressed by just the nice guy. They would rather have the bad boy. It's when the 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 guy that's good 
like a good dude at heart if he learns game he learns how to challenge women he learns the traits of the bad boy that's how you can have more of the best of both worlds but just playing the nice card will get you very uh will not get you very far at all with women yeah and these nice guys they're always concerned about looking good and doing it right quote unquote they want to get to know a girl and go on the three-date minimum before they even try to initiate anything sexual. They're being too passive, okay? These guys go out of their way to accommodate women and are happiest when she is happy. These nice guys dread and they avoid conflict like the plague and will go to great lengths to avoid upsetting some random girl to the point of defending her for my rather bold, teasing comments. For the most part, nice guys seem calm, peaceful, full of compliments, and are generous, right? All these nice guys bend over backwards to please a woman and demonstrate they are worth being with because they are so nice. Deep down, I believe these guys feel if they are nice and caring enough, a woman will recognize how they are unlike every other man and will choose them for happy, loving relationships. And no matter how many times they hear, let's just be friends. They believe they just need to be a little nicer. These passively pleasing men struggle in vain to experience the happiness they so desperately crave and believe they deserve. And of all this frustration and nice guy personality development is from these men not being taught to see the world for how it really is. Take the rose-colored glasses out of your fucking face and start seeing the world for how it really is. Instead, they believe the myth that the media, movies, novels, government, schools, and especially women would have them believe. Okay, this myth is the essence of Mr. Nice Guy's frame and limiting beliefs. It is their albatross. That's exactly what I was raised on, those principles, believing that bullshit. I was the Mr. Nice Guy. And another way to kind of look at the nice guy is you can say that the nice guy is very agreeable. Right? The nice guy doesn't want to ruffle feathers. He's going to uh, avoid confrontation. So he is going to agree to things that he doesn't deep down want to agree to. But it's easier to do that. He doesn't want to ruffle feathers. And the problem with that is when you're agreeable, you're constantly agreeable throughout your life, you have a way harder time of actually truly knowing what you want. Which is why then the nice guys can come across is, and I think Zar will cover this a little bit, is dishonest. Because if you're just pandering to women, trying to be agreeable, not stepping on feathers, and you're just always kind of dancing around for other people, it doesn't have to be women, but just other people in life, it's harder to know what you truly want. And we know that women want men that are decisive. They know what they want. They go after what they want. So having that agreeable attitude makes it really hard to then have that decisive attitude that women are attracted to. Yeah, so so the, the first point, right, I want to make is the nice guy, he believes that a woman must like him to have sex with him, okay? I know for a fact, and you know this too, Adam, that an angry and emotionally charged woman will still jump you if you are pushing the right attraction buttons. But a nice guy just can't believe that a woman can feel lust while still not liking a man's non-compliance. It just isn't nice. So they'll do whatever demands the woman will have for them. And this is the biggest issue with husbands. 
and men in in relationships. And I can't stress this enough, Adam. We keep telling guys this and they still don't listen. Compliance in a man decreases attraction. But the irony of that is compliance in a woman increases attraction. Hmm. Isn't that funny? How many guys say that they want a compliant woman who isn't combative? Wow. Isn't that a shocker? But guess what? The more compliant you are to a woman's demands, the lower her attraction for you because now you're being tameable. They know that the alpha knows how to say no. He can set boundaries. The nice guy can't. He'll do everything to appease the woman. Okay, babe, I'll do this for you. I'll do that for you. He'll stop everything he's doing. He'll She'll push him away from his purpose and he'll be there for her no matter what. You cannot be that nice guy, fellas. Yeah, good point right there of um, if nice guys are dropping everything they can do to text back their wife, call the wife, check in with the girlfriend. Well, again, the biggest attractor for women is an ambitious, ambitious and driven man. But if that ambitious and driven man is having to stop his activity, he's he's stopping in the middle of his workout to text back the girl that he likes. Because that's the nice thing to do. He doesn't want to make her feel like she's not worthy of his attention, right? So now he's putting off things that are ambitious to stop and placate to her. Uh, the nice guy, maybe he has a long, long work day and, and he's driven, ambitious, right? That would be the guy. But now he's stopping to check in with his wife, to check in with his girlfriend, the girl that he's interested in. And what's happening is he's allowing his nice guy agreeableness to now interfere with his purpose, his drive, his ambition. And when that happens, that right there al alone is going to also drive the woman off because women want the guy that is focused, driven, and ambitious. So the guys that are so nice and agreeable, and I see it all the time, guys that I think are cool dudes. We go on golf trip weekends or something for you know three days and it's like we're all having fun these are cool dudes and it's like oh guys hold on sorry sorry guys hold on i gotta call the wife i gotta check in i gotta do this or that it's like that is it, it's it's ruining also the mystery that like what what is he up to right now what's he doing with his guys right now oh i know because he's stopping every day or every every few hours to check in and tell me everything he's doing versus the alphas of old were gone for days, weeks, or months at a time on hunting trips, not checking in with their woman. And guys today can't go, you know, more than a few hours without feeling like they need to check in with a woman. It's just not in that innate that biological desire in women to still want those hunters of old, those alpha men is still inside of her. So today's world, guys get tricked into becoming way more agreeable and available than what they should be doing if they're really focused on their purpose in life. Yeah, and and number two, okay, the nice guy has adopted an internal belief system, which is his frame, that if he is good enough, he will be loved, get his needs met, and live a problem-free life. And as this strategy fails to produce the fruits of the women he desires, he begins to amp up the try-harder attitude. He'll do more, he'll offer more, he'll give he'll give of himself more to the woman and all of his try hard feels like needy and weak behavior which tends to drive the female away 
This tends to cause a sense of helplessness and resentment, which also makes the nice guy seem anything but nice. Okay? And you know this like married couples, right? When their woman's unhappy, what do they they try harder? They try harder to please her, to please her. And in the process, she hates him even more for that. Yeah, and the, think about this simply, guys. Just really just ask yourself this question. Do you appreciate things that are given freely to you? Or do you appreciate things more that you have to work and strive for? And if that question is a unanimous, right? You you appreciate the things more that you have to work and try hard for. Well, now think about that on the woman's side, right? The more you're trying, the less she has to try, the less effort she's putting in. Therefore, that free attention, that free validation, that smothering you're giving her becomes less and less valuable because she has to work less and less hard to get that from you. Exactly. And um, this is this is the other issue. Okay. The nice guy, he's the type of guy who gives and gives and gives, but it always seems to come with strings attached. And it does. In his giving, he's actually hoping and expecting to receive. And this goes for women as well. When guys go up to a girl, hey, can I buy you a drink or let me take you out to a nice dinner? The woman knows what's going on. Okay, this dude, in, you know, in return, he wants me to give him my attention or he wants to get in my pants. He wants to sleep with me. They know that. That's why women hate getting dinner dates from the nice guy. Because the nice guy expects something in return after and he gets mad when he doesn't get it. Like we, you know, if if you're a real masculine dude, you're alpha, whatever you want to call it, Sigma, you do things from your own heart. You don't want anything in return. You don't give a fuck. When you give a girl a compliment, you truly mean it. It comes from your heart. You're not expecting for anything in return. You can go along your business. Okay. But the nice guy, he'll only be nice to a woman because he wants something in return. He gives her the niceness. Oh, maybe she'll give me some of the El Gato back, right? Her precious her precious fleshy goodness, but he gets mad when she doesn't want to play ball, right? That's just the nice guys are snakes. I hate to say it. And Adam, I asked my girl once, right? This girl I was dating, like, why do you hate the nice guy? And she flat out told me, she's like, because nice guys are fucking annoying. <laughs> it's so true. Are you ever around someone that's like nice to you 24 seven? It's fucking annoying because you, you know, it's not natural behavior. You're like, why is this person? So no one acts this way. Okay, like, no one fucking acts. Them. What do you want from me? Yeah, and, and some some guys I know a lot of like you know typical nice guys that can play that act of being the nice guy for not only weeks or months, sometimes years. There's sometimes these guys are playing the the beta orbiter nice guy role for years with a woman, five years, always patiently waiting placating, ready to take her out on dates, ready to spend time with her whenever she wants. And again, that guy in the back of his mind isn't doing that out of the kindness of his heart. He's doing that because in the back of his mind, he's going, well, I'm going to get her. Eventually, she'll be mine. So he's putting in all of this nice guy attitude to try to get something in return later down the road. And it might take five years before that girl finally is like it's it's never gonna happen no we don't have a future you're just friends and then you might see that nice guy that was nice for five years in a row erupt get emotional get very very aggressive and rude mean say some really demeaning things to women because 
he was playing right. He he was he his intentions were hitting hidden that whole time. He had an alternative uh, alternative agenda, even though she's the whole time probably like, oh, you're such a good friend. I'm so glad you're friends with me again. He's not really accepting the friend role. He's going, well, no, secretly she'll be mine eventually. Again, that hidden agenda. And then all of a sudden when she finally lets him know, no, it's really never going to happen. Then he freaks out. And then it's like, whoa, you weren't really such a nice guy, were you? You were literally playing the chameleon role for weeks, months, or years on end. Yeah, he's the guy you see on the news. <laughs> Who's being arrested for something the neighbors can't believe he did. And they interview the neighbors and they tell you, oh, my God, he was such a nice guy. I can't believe he would do this. He was just I never so saw quiet. it coming. I never he saw he heard was a fly. So I thought <laughs> he was just so quiet. <laughs> that's that's the nice guy. OK, so, Adam, like what's I'm going to break it down, right? What's wrong with being a nice guy? Because a lot of guys think that, you know, what? what's wrong with being a nice guy? I don't want to change who I am. Okay, well, listen, you can remain the nice guy and we can keep getting all the women. Okay, but how can being, how can, how can being nice be such a bad thing? Okay, we might even think of all the nice men in the media and television sitcoms. Since men already represent an easy target in our culture, the caricature of a sensitive guy might be an object of amusement rather than concern. All nice guys frequently have a difficult time understanding the depth and seriousness of their belief systems, frames, and portrayed behaviors. When I talk to these passively pleasing men, almost without exception, they all want to know what is wrong with being a nice guy, okay? These men have been conditioned to believe that if they are nice, they will be loved, get their needs met, and have a smooth life. The problem is that is very far from what really happens. The nice guy shtick is one that feminists, media, and the government have used to make men more docile. What it doesn't take into account is a woman's hardwired evolutionary behavioral lust and desire for a masculine, a.k.a. alpha man. It doesn't matter how much we wish we could all hold hands and sing happy songs and life would be perfect for all. The truth is life isn't fair, okay? Millions of years of programming that have shaped the woman's nature will not be erased by a few years of men bashing and feminizing men, okay? It will not be erased by a few years of men bashing and feminizing men. And you see this all over social media. Everyone's bashing men, right? Everyone's feminizing men, okay? Women do and will for a long time want a powerful, not afraid to say no and stick up for himself, put the girl in her place kind of man. And the typical nice guy is not going to portray this vibe without changing his mental frames and limiting beliefs. Okay. As I have learned not to be a nice guy, I know that the nice guys are often anything but nice. This is from my experience, fellas. The nice guys are anything but nice. It's a facade. It's a cover-up. Okay. And we're going to go over some of the not so nice traits of the typical nice guy. Yeah. And again, the problem when we say the problem with being a nice guy and you can, I'm speaking as a former proud, nice guy. Well, again, it doesn't mean you have to be a dick as a person. No one's going to want to be around you. If you're a dick, you can still be diplomatic about things and, and be socially calibrated about things. But the thing about the nice guy is the nice guy. It's easy. 
it's easy to be the nice guy. So many guys are like, well, what's wrong with being the nice guy? Well, it's easy. It's easy to sit around and not ruffle feathers. It's easy to go along with things because you don't want that confrontation. It's easy when a girl, you know, reschedules on you or wants to reschedule a date for you to go along with it, say, oh, yeah, that's okay, right? That's easier than being like, nah, I'm good, and then risking losing her, right? That's the risk of it. Oh, if I put my foot down, I'm risking something. So the nice guys that want to put it around, like nice guy is the end-all, be-all, that's the the holy grail. Everyone should be the nice guy. Well, well, it's easy. It's easy to be the nice guy. It's much harder to have to figure out how to uh, stand up for yourself and then have the balls to be able to see that through. Instead of just being the nice guy, playing it safe, there's no risk, and that's why there's also no reward. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I know that you mentioned before that nice guys are dishonest, okay? And that's the first thing I wanted to talk about with the the not-so-nice traits of the typical nice guy, okay? Nice guys are dishonest. I used to be one, and it was all dishonesty coming from my part. I was fake nice. I wanted something in return from the girl, okay? These men, they hide their mistakes. They avoid conflict. They say what they think people want to hear. So they try to be politically correct and they repress their feelings. So if someone likes Trump, right? If the nice guy likes Trump and they know that everyone around them hates Trump, they'll pretend to hate Trump. They'll begin liking Biden. Not that we're getting into politics here, but I'm using that as a great example right now. They'll hide that they truly support Trump. They're afraid. They're afraid of conflict. They're afraid of standing up for themselves and their beliefs. Okay. These traits, they make nice guys fundamentally dishonest. And Alpha may seem like an asshole for saying no or standing up for his beliefs. But guess what? You know, he, he states exactly what he wants, regardless of what others want. But fundamentally, the asshole Alpha is seen as honest. And what do we always tell you? Women love a man that is brutally but selective, by but selectively honest. They love the brutally honest man, but you have to be selective with your honesty. Okay, they'd rather trust that guy than the nice guy who's lying and being dishonest. That's the biggest red flag. Women know that. Okay, it's very similar, Adam. To I know you've probably had this happen to you. The nice guy approaching a woman is very similar to a sexually aggressive woman approaching a man right off the gate, like she's already telling you she wants to sleep with you, she wants to have sex with you. In your mind, you're going like, wait a minute, like what's the catch here? You know, like what do you want from me? Like this isn't normal behavior. You're being dishonest about something. Right? It's the same thing when a nice guy goes up to a woman. Like she has the, those same impulses, like the same red flags go in her mind, okay? Th there's something off with these people. Well, actually, now that you say that, it kind of makes me think of like if you were around uh, Vegas or something or the red light district and you're just walking down the road and you have all these scantily clad women coming up in like, oh, you look good. Oh, you're handsome. Oh, wow. And it's like you're getting all this, you know, like all this sexual attention. You're kind of like, wait, what's going on here? This is weird. And then all of a sudden you find out there is a catch. Oh, by the way, if you want a night with me, $175, right? So there's that catch to it. And that's, again, like Zara said, that's kind of like I can relate. The, I can see the the relatableness to that.
from you know the male side versus the 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 female side on uh that example they're being dishonest yeah you know you're like okay she was being dishonest i knew what this was like if she wants me to dish out some same thing with the nice guy he's being dishonest with his niceness because he wants something in return from the woman whether that be sexual whatever it is okay red flags go off in her head the same way okay yeah and and with the dishonesty part too i do remember is i was kind of i was getting better with game young you know, early twenties or something like that. Um, but I still didn't have it all down by any means, but I remember like dishonesty is the, the point of like, I remember I wanted to hang out with this girl, go out for like drinks at night. And like, I was like, Oh, this girl's cool. Like, I can't wait. This can be a fun, like romantic night. I was getting all excited for that. And then she gave me like the, Oh, I'm not really, I don't, I don't think I'm comfortable meeting at night. Um, I'd feel a lot more comfortable if we just met during the day for coffee or lunch. And in my head, I didn't want to do that. That like, I didn't want that. I wanted the night. I wanted the drinks and all that. And I remember agreeing to that day because I was like, all right, well, I'll still get to see her. And of course, what did it end up with? A quick daytime coffee date. And then we parted ways. And that was the end of the night. That was me being dishonest. I didn't want that. I didn't. That wasn't the date I wanted. But I agreed to it anyway, and it didn't work out for me. Yeah, yeah, which is also on the list of um, nice guys are too scared to set boundaries. They have difficulty setting boundaries. Many nice guys have a hard time saying no, stop, or I'm going to. They often feel like helpless victims and see the other person as the cause of the problems they are experiencing. This is one reason women avoid nice guys. The woman doesn't want to feel guilt over rejecting you and causing you to feel pain of the helpless victim. And Alpha does not have these issues. He can clearly set boundaries and say no and be direct with his ego being bruised by hearing no back. This actually helps a woman feel safe with him since he will communicate boundaries and isn't likely to fly into a rage over minor slights. Go back to the neighbor. Telling the newscast, he was such a nice guy. I didn't see this coming. Okay, alphas know how to control our emotions. We know how to how to take the word no. Okay, we can give the word no and we can take it back. Yeah, and that's actually a, a good point. If like the nice guy is agreeable, and the opposite end of that is disagreeable, and disagreeable is far more fun for women. And it's and we talk about this before too. It's not like the obnoxious guy just trying to disagree and being a dick about it. Um, but it's like if a girl said something that you don't agree with, and now you sit like okay, let's say a girl says, um, beer beer is gross. I can't believe you drink beer. I can't believe you like beer. Well, (laughs) the guy being agreeable could be like, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Beer's not that cool. And doesn't want to order a beer again versus like disagreeable. Doesn't mean you got to be a dick, but disagreeable is like explore that and have a playful, fun conversation about that. I'd be like, no, you're crazy. Beer is awesome. How, how can you not like beer? That's an example of being disagreeable but not being a total dick about it. And now you can actually explore the, the differences and have fun. But when you're agreeable, it's boring. There's no 
there's no polarity there. It's you're all the same. And like with magnetism, magnets, you need a north and a south pole. You need some type of friction to create attraction. So when you're so agreeable, that that doesn't have that opportunity for that spark to form either. I love that example. And I'll give you an example. This happened to me at a party with a beautiful girl. She was talking to me about how great it was being a vegan or vegetarian, whatever. And the nice guy me back in the day would have agreed with her. And I would have said back in my nice guy days, once again, I didn't say this sir, but back in the day, I would have said, you know what? Wow, that's awesome. I'm, not, I'm actually thinking about being vegan and I want to save all the animals. Basically agreeing to what she's saying because I don't want to create conflict. But at that party, I told her, bullshit. I guarantee you're probably going to have a, a cheeseburger once you leave here. By the way, I'm hungry too, so you might as well grab me one because I love meat. Okay, I said something along the lines of that, right? But I created that sexual tension, okay? And she gave me that look like, I can't believe you just said that, right? But that's the kind of guys that, that women want. You don't give a fuck. Like, if they, don't, if they don't like your views or beliefs, you don't care. You're still going to state them, okay? You don't change your opinions to fit hers. You don't change your views to fit hers because now you're trying to seek her approval and seek her validation, and they know what you're doing. That's very unattractive. And it goes in complete opposite of the dishonesty, the nice guy being dishonest. It's like if you're able to state your boundaries, you're able to disagree, you're able to state your opinions, then she actually can now trust you more because she mm -hmm. at least knows that you're not just going to say whatever you think she wants to hear. Now she can actually believe that you're an honest guy because you're sticking up for your preferences. But when you're always agreeable, you're always um, not trying to spark any controversy, then it, no matter what, for the rest of your relationship, and she asks you a question, she asks you something like this, even if she asks, well, did you, did you cheat on me? Did you see some other, like some other girl? She can never believe anything you say, period, because she knows that you're always looking to her about what's approved of to say rather than being honest having being a person of your own and having your own opinions about things that's a that's a very great point okay and it's going to tie into the third one nice guys are secretive because they're so driven to seek approval nice guys will hide anything that they believe might upset someone an alpha is bold and confident and more likely to be matter of fact a nice guy when caught will hide that he was looking at a woman's ass and then apologize with shame to minimize the conflict. And Alpha will ask his girl if she thinks they should grab this girl for a threesome. No secret at all in what he was thinking, no shame. And I'll give you another example. I'm out on a date with this girl, and she had a very nice set of racks. She had the, the, the most beautiful tits I've ever seen. And I wasn't even paying attention to what she's saying. I was just staring at her tits. And then she looks at me and she's like, were you just look, no, she looks at me and she said, what are you looking at? Now, the old nice guy me would have been like, oh, well, what do you mean? No, no, I wasn't. I was just looking down, right? Avoiding conflict. But the new me, I said, I'm, I'm looking at your tits. And she automatically started laughing, right? Brutal honesty. Did I hide it? No, it was the way I said it. Now she can trust me like, wow, this dude is brutally honest. I thought he was going to lie about it. But I flat out told her I'm looking at your tits and just admiring them. You know, there's there's a certain level of respect that comes with that. Like when a woman looks at you, there's a certain level of respect like, damn, you know, like they respect you for being honest. That's sexual tension right there, too. 
They, they've they never had a guy say that to them, okay? Because the nice guy in the day would have been like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't mean to look there. Ah, weak. You're seeking her approval, her validation. She's not even going to sleep with you. She'll make you wait now. You just, you just fucked up big time, okay? You can't bounce back from certain things, fellas. You can't. And I keep telling guys, the less you care about the outcome, the more successful you are. When you just don't give a fuck and you are you, this is who you are. The woman can sense that. Yeah, there's a certain freedom that she can feel with that. A guy that's free, that's able to speak his mind. And we can talk about hypergamy in probably every episode that we mention. Again, hypergamy, women are biologically designed to want the highest status man that she feels she can attain, she feels she can win over, she feels she can gain commitment from. What did we talk about earlier in this podcast? Nice guys are easy. They're way too easy. So even in that simple aspect of it, when you're too nice, you're too easy, she will always be ready to look for a better option. That's just how she's programmed. You can hate it about women, but it's reality. So if a nice guy is super duper easy, she automatically, she might agree to a date. She might agree to hang out, but she's always having that nice guy is a placeholder in the background. Oh, okay. Well, I don't feel like getting done up and getting all sexy for this alpha guy I want. All right. I guess I'll agree to hang out with this nice guy, but she's always ready to look for that better option, the guy that she feels is higher status that she can that she can try to attain, right? Because once she can attain you, now her eyeballs are always looking around going, huh, I already got this guy. Can I do better? Yeah, and during that date when she got all dolled up for the nice guy, she can't wait for our text. She's waiting for our text message. Hey, what are you doing tonight? Come over. Oh, my God, finally. At least I got ready for someone I want to sleep with. So. The nice guys. I will love fill that. Their, yeah, I love that. I love when the nice guy sets it up perfect for me. Yep. Nice guy gets this girl on this nice fancy dinner date. She's all dressed up, looking sexy. She shows up. This guy is way too easy. She's bored, but she's already done up. Like Zar said, she doesn't want to waste her sexy outfit. So then I get the text. What are you doing tonight, Adam? <laughs> you know what? She might text you in the bathroom. She might secretly take oh, her phone in there. Sure. Oh, but you know what? I'm thinking I'm thinking about it, Adam. Like they they just don't even care about the nice guy to the point where they'll just text you right in front of them. <laughs> the, the nice guy ain't gonna say anything. Like, yeah, hey, do you mind putting your phone to away? Yeah. He's he's too scared to say anything. She could easily yeah. be like, Oh, sorry, I'm I'm texting someone from work. Oh, I'm yeah. texting one of my girlfriends, but really she's texting Zara or I and saying, Hey, I'm gonna have some leftovers from my dinner tonight are you hungry i hope you and like I'm your steak like, medium rare <laughs> sure am have this have this guy order you a, a a slice of cheesecake to take home to me too as well <laughs> and then it's she tough. brings that over and she's looking all sexy and i'm wearing my gamestop sweatpants or my baseball shorts and she shows up looking all hot and I'm just sitting there in my comfy clothes and she brings me the food that the nice guy paid for because he's no challenge. I'm a challenge. Zara's a challenge. This guy's not a challenge. So she keeps coming back for the challenge going, can I attain this guy? Can I attain this guy? He's really hard. The nice guy, I already know I got him. She already knows that she can text him anytime for the rest of the week. Hey, what are you doing? And that guy will drop anything he, he has planned 
to hang out with her, worship her, and repeat the process. And I honestly have done that before where I've told girls, like, yeah, oh, this guy's trying to ask me out again. I'm like, hey, where's he going to take you to? I don't know. It's like, go have him take you out somewhere nice and then bring me over the food later. It's like, I, I've done that many times. And it's like, <laughs> tell him to take you to Ruth's Chris. Just pick the most expensive restaurant. <laughs> yeah. 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 She's a vegan. And I'm going to tell her to order me a nice fat steak to take mm -hmm. home later. And he's like, wait, I thought you were a vegan. And she's like, oh, I'm bringing this home for my dog. Yeah, Bring my brother, my, my, my brother, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it sounds messed up. But listen, I'm sure we were the guys that we're making fun of back then. OK, eventually oh, yeah. we saw reality. We saw reality for what it is, fellas. We, oh, we have yes. no hate. You know, you eventually that turn that pain into purpose. OK, number three, nice. Number number four, I mean. Nice guys are manipulative. OK, nice guys tend to have a hard time making their needs a priority. And have di difficulty asking for what they want in clear and direct ways. This creates a sense of powerlessness. Therefore, they frequently resort to manipulation when trying to get their needs met. Which creates the ick feeling or creepy feeling in a woman. An alpha has a devil-may-care attitude and will clear clearly state what he wants. Put his needs as a top priority and communicate his wants directly. This is seen as both open and confident which allows a woman to accept the role with an alpha lover that she would never even think of with the nice guy. They have a hard time making their needs a priority or have difficulty asking for what they want in clear and direct ways. So they'll be, they'll be covert with what they want. They beat around the bush, which is weak. Okay. Yeah. Masculine men, we speak directly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you're able to speak directly about what you want, you don't have to manipulate behind the scenes about what you truly want like i said before about some of my buddies that play the five-year long-term nice guy he wants to make her his girlfriend or wife well he's that whole five years he's subtly trying to manipulate her into choosing him versus just being direct and honest about what he wants and then again right five years down the road then she actually sees he was trying to manipulate me this whole time because now that I told him we are just friends and I made that clear that I will never be attracted to him. Now he no longer wants to be my friend. He wanted to be my friend for five years. What was he hiding? He was hiding his in hidden intentions. Yeah. And that's when they finally reveal that they like the girl more than a friend and she wants nothing to do with them. And I, I truly believe that like a lot of girls don't know that the guy in the friend zone wants them. Like maybe it's 50 50. Because once they reveal their feelings, that's when the girl's like, oh, shit, like, yeah, I don't want to even be friends with this dude. He was being manipulative the entire time. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that's that's a big no-no, fellas. We're not telling you to make your intentions clear by flat out telling a girl, oh, I want to sleep with you. No, you still got to play the game, but be direct, okay? Don't try to be a girl's best friend just to sleep with her. That's fucking weak. That's being controlled. That's being, that's being manipulative, okay? Because the next one is... Oh, wait, real quick on that. For the next yeah. one is because I just heard someone break this down. There was the difference between manipulation and influence. Influencing people is manipulation is trying to coerce somebody into an action that they don't want to do or that is not their intention. You're trying to manipulate them under the scenes into doing something that they don't necessarily want to do. First, influence is being able to strategically 
influence someone into doing something that is also going to benefit them as well. So you can I talk think about of Jim Jones. Like, I think of Jim. Jo I think of Jim Jones. He was the cult leader. That oh, was very, the one that, that was manipulative. Poison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and he was yes. very secretive with it, too. He was very secretive with the location where he brought them. That's that's the nice guy. That's like the typical fucking nice guy. OK, this is why women don't like nice guys. I don't like nice guys because I see them for who they are. They're fucking snakes. You know, and that's a very good point. He, he wasn't trying to be influential. He was just trying to be manipulative and controlling. OK, yeah. which is the, and, which and, is the next one. Yeah, go, yeah on. go ahead. Go ahead. The next one is nice guys are controlling. Okay, a major priority for nice guys is keeping their world smooth. Like you mentioned, Adam, there's no excitement. Everything is smooth sailing with them. This creates a constant need to try to control the people and things around them. And Alpha is dominant. He simply lets everyone know what is acceptable and what is not. He's not afraid of conflict and will leave a woman for breaking his rules. He never dictates her actions, just remains true to his beliefs. She is free to do whatever she wants with an understanding of the consequences for some actions. This allows the freedom to choose. This allows her this allows her the freedom to choose her actions while feeling the alpha is a challenge since he shows no need to try and control her. So a great example of this, right? Dating a girl we met on Hinge. She basically implied to me, you're gonna get you're gonna get rid of your hinge now, right? Now that you now that you met me. I was like, I don't know, maybe, you know, I'll think about it. And she's like, but I'll get rid of mine for you. I was like, I don't, I don't care if you do or not. I don't, right? Mm -hmm. I'm never going to control you because I'm trying to control her mind where she will eventually want to do it without me telling her to, okay? A woman will naturally get rid of her hinge if she is enthralled with you, if she really likes you. The nice guy who's controlling, he'll tell her, oh, get rid of your hinge now. I don't have to tell a girl that. I know naturally it comes with it. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's yeah, a great it's like example. You, you give her, you can give her the option to take it or leave it. But if she does it, I don't care. Like do do whatever you want, but just know that if you're going to keep doing what you want, if I disapprove it, just know that you're not going to get my attention. You're not going to get to hang out with me, and that's fine. That's her choice. That's her freedom. Just like every time a girl says to me, uh, "Adam, if you don't, if we don't make this official." then I we're going to have to stop hanging out. And I don't want to make it official. So I will tell her, hey, I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, That's not what I'm looking for right now. If you want to hang out, you have my number. You can let me know. If not, I wish you the best. And I literally leave it up to her to decide. I don't want to coerce any girl into hanging out with me on pity. Mm -hmm. And I get messages like this a lot from guys that will like say, hey, I, I really want to see this girl. I don't know if what can I say to convince her to hang out with me? And I, I'm like, try to stop them right there. It's like that mindset. What do I have to say to convince her to hang out with me? It's like, I don't want to convince anyone to hang out with me. I want her to want to hang out with me. And if she doesn't desire and want to hang out with me, then why would I want to hang out with her? If she doesn't want to actually, if she's not attracted to me and doesn't want to spend time with me, okay, that's fine. I'll find plenty of women that do, but I'm not going to try to trick her into, oh, how can I get her to secretly come over and maybe I'll tell her we're friends. And then when she's over, then I'll put the moves on. It's like, nah, I, just, I don't, I don't have any desire for that. 
if, if she doesn't want to hang out with me because she wants to hang out with me, then I don't want to hang out with her. It's pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, we betas have the tendency, they have the need, especially the nice guys to control women, to control everything around them. Okay, but with us, and I try to teach men this, you know, especially with the, the seminars we have and the coaching, the ebooks they get. We teach you how to control a woman's mind. That's what you want to control. The best slaves are the ones that think they're free. Those are the best slaves to have. And I'm not saying that in a negative way, obviously, but when you control their mind, they'll do anything without you telling them to do it. It just comes naturally. Okay. They want to see you not out of pity because they enjoy your presence. They enjoy what you do to their mind when you're not with them. Okay. That's very powerful. Like betas, but they try to control their women with what they can wear, where they can go, where they can't go. Let me see your phone. Put put your location on so I can follow you. No, that's just being insecure. That's just being controlling. Like I don't have to do any of that because women know that there's consequences for certain actions, especially violating me. Why would they want to lose me? Okay. Very powerful, fellas. Stop trying to control your girl physically. If you control her mind with what we teach you, they'll do these things naturally. Oh, no more hinge for me, right? I really like this dude. No more no more alcohol for me. I really like this guy. You know, oh, I'm going to yeah, start work, working out even maybe, more. Maybe a better way to say it is just uh, influence her mind. Yes. Your idea is to influence her mind. Mm -hmm. You're giving her the option to do what she wants to do. She wants to hang out with you. Awesome. All right, how can I influence her? To continue to want to see me it's something that she wants to do versus trying to manipulate her trying to trick her into seeing me which um like some guys will say um they'll like text a girl and they'll be like if you don't if you don't reply within six hours and i'm done texting you it's like that to me is like weak to me that's just weak it's like if if she doesn't reply in six hours and you're in your mind you were gonna stop texting her don't tell her that. Don't control her like that. Don't say, don't put that demand on her. I just would text her. And if she doesn't reply in the time I want, oh, well, I'm moving on with my life. But I don't need her to play along with my program. I will influence her. You want to hang out and have a good time? Here's how it's going to be. But I'm not going to force her to do it. I, that's the last thing I would ever want to do. Yeah. And, and a side note, now that you brought that up, because some guy messaged me this. He was, he was bragging to me how he put a girl in her place because she like either flaked on him or she didn't respond to him wanting to hang out with her. And I'm like, bro, I was like, this girl doesn't even fucking know you. Like you putting her in her place, that ain't going to work. Like the girl's probably laughing at your message, sharing it to all her friends. Like, look at this loser. Like they don't care, bro. If the attachment isn't built, she doesn't like you. It, like, how are you going to put a girl in her place like that who hasn't even hung out with you yet? Who hasn't disrespected you? Just because a girl's not answering you or she flaked on you, what are you going to send her a paragraph like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get her," bro? That just makes you look like a fucking idiot. You know, like guys don't get it, man. They, they just, they have everything twisted with putting a girl in her place and setting your boundaries. That has nothing to do with setting your boundaries, bro. Okay, stop doing some dumb shit like that. Okay, the next one we 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 touched up on this. Okay, nice guys give to get. Though nice guys tend to be generous givers, their giving often has an unconscious and unspoken strings attached to it. They want to be appreciated. They want some kind of reciprocation. They want someone to stop being angry at them, etc. 
Nice guys often report feeling frustrated or resentful as a result of giving so much while seemingly getting so little in return. Alphas may be generous or not, but when you receive from an alpha, you know you have a true gift. An alpha is confident in who they are, and they do not give to receive any recognition. That's one reason an alpha can offer a girl a drink and get laid, while a nice guy will be told no, even if the nice guy is better looking, richer, whatever, taller, doesn't matter, okay? It's all in the vibe, the energy, and the expectations of the action. So I tell guys, and we talked about this, Adam, right? After you get to know a girl, you think she's cool. Tell her, hey, listen, let me buy you a drink. I think you're cool. I like your energy. She knows that it's earned now, right, from you. Okay, there's a different vibe attached to that. You're not just trying to get something in return from her. Rather than the nice guy, hey, I want to buy you a drink. Okay, there's just a different energy. The girl knows she's going to say no. Okay, because she doesn't want you to expect anything in return for you being a simpleton. Okay, or a beta male barnacle, as I like to call it. Yeah, yeah, it's a good example. And like, like I always like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of going up and just complimenting women just because, because again, like that's to me like simp behavior, just trying to inflate someone's ego. But every once in a while, if I see a girl like is just like, like let's say we're at a bar, or a club, or something, and I see a girl that's just like, oh, she's doing it for me. I can literally just walk up to her and be like, dang, you're beautiful. And then I can walk off and I can literally say that and walk off because that's where I'm not saying it to try to spark a reaction out of her. I'm not saying it to try to, oh, uh, you're beautiful. Can I have your phone number? It's like if I can give that compliment freely because I really feel that I'm like, dang, this girl. And like it doesn't happen often. But if there's a girl, I'm like, dang, you're beautiful. I can say it like that. But I have no expectations of anything in return. Can literally say it as I'm walking by or dang, you're beautiful, and just walk off. Cause that's what I wanted to say. I just wanted to give that compliment out. But it wasn't me saying that and then hanging out, pulling out my phone, trying to be around her all night because now I'm trying to get something with that compliment. It was literally just saying it because I had the impulse to want to say it. Yeah. And Adam, you'll always see this with these fucking losers on YouTube or social media. They'll record themselves giving money to some homeless person or giving food like they're being this simpleton, right? Oh, look, look at this beautiful gesture I did. They want their strings attached to it. They get the views. They get the followers. They get the uh, the compliments, the comments from all the people. Oh, my God, you have such a good heart. You're, you're a great person. You know what the alpha does? When he has money in his pocket, he walks by. He sees a person in need. He'll give him $20, $50, $10, and he'll just walk away. He'll tell the guy, have a blessed day, bro. You know, he's yeah. not going to tell his girl, oh, re re record me doing this. Is, this is perfect. He's not going to save a stray cat and have someone record it so everyone can see, like, how how nice and generous he is. That's It's just fucking, it's such asinine. It, it's it's such, nothing pisses me off the most when I see, like, pranksters doing this and everyone's like, comment, you guys are good people. I'm like, yeah, you just idiots just fall for this, right? Those are like the typical nice guys. Okay, well, they, give, they a, give to get. Exactly. It's a great point from what you said before. It's like the hidden intentions are not being honest about it. It's like, yeah, maybe they're doing a good deed, quote unquote, but it's not without a hidden agenda where they're going to get a ton of views, a ton of comments, a ton of likes. They're going to go viral for that thing. It's like versus, yeah, the guy that just walks by and gives $10 and doesn't 
posted on their Instagram story, hey, just gave someone $10 because they were in need. And then they're looking for that validation from everyone in the comments saying, you're such a good person. It's like they give it because they want to give it. They don't give it for the attention of giving it. Yeah, that's the difference. Don't ever be those guys, fellas. If you do something, do it out of your heart. Okay, that's that's the true definition of of being an alpha when you're being yeah, or sending a girl flowers or something or giving her a big bouquet of flowers, but then recording it while you're doing it to then try to get like brownie points from all the beta men and all the all the <laughs> feminist women on the social algorithms going, oh, oh, what a nice guy. He did that. It's like if you really wanted to surprise that girl with flowers, you don't need the world to see it. That's that becomes a hidden agenda that becomes a hidden intention of not just doing it for doing it you're doing it for validation from what other people are going to say about you doing it exactly you could still be a gentleman and be an alpha fellas you just don't need that extra attention okay now the next one i'm gonna i love this one because we talked about this nice guys are full of rage that they deny even though nice guys frequently deny ever getting angry a lifetime of frustration and resentment creates a pressure cooker of repressed rage deep inside these men. This rage tends to erupt at some of the most unexpected and seemingly inappropriate times. An alpha may flare with stirrings of anger easily and may be slow to calm down. But when the storm is passed, they are at peace and they sleep very well at night. The fact that they will display anger when appropriate will garner more respect from people creating an atmosphere where the alpha is not placed in a position of needing to be angry very often. So nice guys, they have all this pent up emotion, okay? Yeah. That they know they don't know how to expel and release until it becomes a volcano erupting everywhere with collateral damage. We talked about this, the neighbors on the TV, the news. Okay, that's that guy. And it's kind of, it kind of uh, relates to last episode with Amy when she mentioned that one of the tests she does is she will basically try to get a guy upset to see how ha how he can handle himself, how he can, you know, yes. to, to make sure he's not going to erupt because that's a very real thing. We talked about the five-year guy in the friend zone that finally erupts when he finally realizes there's no chance, but there's so many small microcosms of that. There's guys on dating apps that match with a girl and they invest and do all this messaging and then she flakes on them and then they freak out and send her all these long, hateful paragraphs about how she's nothing. She's a, you know, she's a slut. She's all, she, they, they, they have that built up rage and then it explodes when they don't get what they want. Same as the guy that buys a girl three or four drinks for the night. And then at the end of the night, not only is she not going home with him, she might go home with some other guy. Uh, then all of a sudden, that guy flares up like an emotional baby, like an emotional child, a toddler, going, I did all this for you. You let me buy you drinks all night long. How could you do that, you evil? And then they, you know, give her the remian of all that emotional outburst, emotional anger. Because again, they're playing by hidden intentions. So when they're putting on this front and they're being nice and they don't get what they want, again, were they really that nice after all? No, now you see the emotional explosion versus like Zar said, if you want to buy a girl a drink, if you actually want to buy a girl a drink and you buy it to her without any expectations, it would be the same. I would, I would actually say it like this with my buddies. It's like when I want to buy my buddies a drink, I don't sit there and go every time I go out with my buddies, go, hey, guys, everyone's tabs on me. 
but like I'm playing darts with some buddies and it's like, okay, I'm going to go grab a beer. Hey, you guys want one? You want one? Great. I go get them beers. Now I don't hand them the beers and then go, oh, you better take it easy on me and darts because I bought you this or you better do this or that because I bought you this. It's buying them because you want to, but you're not expecting something in return. Yeah, and Amy dropped some gems on there. She dropped some gems. I, I I hope you guys go and really pay attention to what she said. And she was very brutally honest because a lot of women will do that to test the man's patience to see how quickly he angers if he can con control his emotions, <laughs> right? But now if you're the alpha and you tell her, listen, you need to calm down right now or I'm going to exit. I'm going to remove myself from this position. That's what she's looking for, right? The guy that can put her in her place, Okay. And uh, a great example. Do you remember the the show Jersey Shore when Mike oh, the situation yeah. when Mike the situation first hooked up with Sammy Sweetheart? Okay, he was that nice guy, but then the second he found out that she was hooking up with Ron, mm. you know, I think it was on a separate night, or it was that it was that same night. She went and hooked up with Ron, and then Mike the situation found out, and he had all this pent up emotion he couldn't handle it. And he was making fun of her the whole night. He was calling her out. And it's like, bro, you just look like an idiot now. Like, she just lost all attraction for you because she knew it was all an act. You were just that nice guy. Okay, Ron, on the other end, he was that volatile. When they say toxic masculinity, that that's Ron. Like, I, I think of Ron with his outrages, his outbursts, and just the way he he tortured that girl, right, with, with what he did. That's not a real alpha, fellas, just so you know. Um. Okay, so the next one, I think this probably will be the last one, Adam. Okay? Yeah, it's probably good. So, let's see. This is a good one. This is the last one. This is a big one, okay? Because we always talk about how nice guys, they, they, they always want to fix things, right? They always want to try to fix problems and fix things like they're Bob the fucking builder, like they're Jesus Christ all of a sudden, okay? Nice guys are often attracted to people and situations that need fixing, this behavior is also the result, often the result of a nice guy's childhood conditioning, his need to look good, or his quest for approval. Unfortunately, this tendency pretty much guarantees that nice guys will spend most of their time putting out fires and managing crisis. And Alpha hates drama and will only put up with so much from even the hottest girl out there. He tends to know it is easy to find women, so women with a lot of baggage are avoided by the alpha for all but the quickest pump and dump. Okay. And we, we know about that pump and dump too, too well. If she has too much baggage. Okay. Fellas, not, not every girl is worth keeping or treating with respect. But once again, not all guys are worth keeping and treating with respect, right? That's why they take advantage of the nice guys for all their material wealth and their resources. Yeah. And I guess uh, an example that I could think of with this is, I know some guys that say like they never want kids um, or some guys that are like, oh, I only want my own biological kids and all that. But then if they meet a single mother and they don't actually want to jump into that role, but that is all they can get or all they feel they can get, they're going to put up with a whole situation that they don't truly want, but they're they're playing that card. They're jumping into roles that they probably aren't ready for or don't want, but they're doing it because again, right? It's not the nice thing to do if, oh, she, because she's a single mother and you don't want that, uh, you know, like, you know how women will get about that. 
it's like, well, you should do it anyway. Or, or even the worst is when you've seen the stories of like a girl gets pregnant. She has a boyfriend or a husband and she gets pregnant from another man. And then he finds out and then she's freaking out. What are you talking about? This was going to be ours. We were going to raise them together and all that. And it's like guys that put themselves through that situation and they don't really want to, that is going to get them in a really sticky situation. And then they're going to have all that pent up rage and all that for when they're doing all this stuff, self-sacrificing, raising her children, doing all this stuff. And then something happens and she goes back to the baby daddy or she breaks up with them for something else. And then you see that whole rage. I did all of this for you because it wasn't something that he wanted, but he was putting up with whatever was thrown at him, being agreeable rather than being honest and just uh, doing what he wants or not, not, not playing the role that he doesn't want to actually play. Yeah. How dare you, Adam? That's not the stepdad. That's the dad that stepped up. <laughs> exactly. 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 <laughs> that's the programming. That's the manipulation, right? Because they always have a need to fix things. Oh, this poor woman, you know, I can't let her have a bastard child. I need to be the the father that steps up. But once again, those are the men that can't get any other woman because no alpha, yeah. no offense to the women out there, but no alpha is going to want to deal with that baggage because we can find another woman that doesn't come with that type of baggage. And it's not, it's not our problem. No offense it has nothing yeah. to do with us. I don't care. Personally, I want kids of my own. That's how I am. I'm sure that's how a lot of other ladies men are. They want their own children, but you know, I digress. Once again, this yeah, is and, and there maybe camp. are some small exceptions to that rule where there's guys that like they did not, they didn't want to have maybe they're older men, 60, you know, 50, 60 years old, and they're in that time of life where she already has, you know, more grown child. And he's like, Oh, that's cool with you yeah, know, that's you're cool right. with me. You're right. There can be certain situations that are fine, but I'm talking about like the guys that had those dreams of having their own children, like, oh no, I don't want to do the single mother thing, and then they um, I actually know a couple of buddies that like they started seeing a girl on dating apps for a few dates. And then she brought up that she has kids. And again, he was not at all into that. But now that he's in the situation with this girl, now he's going, OK, I guess that's fine, even though that's not really what he really wants. Uh, mm -hmm. And then he just accepts it and puts up with it. Yeah. And I get a lot of messages. Oh, I, I fumbled the bag on this one girl or you know, I did this. How, how can I get her back? I'm like, bro, stop worrying about fixing things. It's always best to just move on, learn from your mistakes and make sure it doesn't happen again. Okay. Don't be the typical nice guy. And that's all for our show. Everyone in the seminar, we love you so far. We're having a great five week seminar. You guys will hear about it very soon. If you're interested to sign up for the next one, but Adam, anything you would like to say before we close? And thank you for all thank you for all the support out there. We really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Share this podcast with everyone. Okay. Yeah. Real this yeah, game just let out you guys there. let the guys know, right? If we we we're still gonna be running another coaching program, but you can just go to the uh link below in the show notes if you're interested to apply to sign up for our next one. Um, those of you guys that are on our current uh, coaching seminar just remember tomorrow night when this podcast comes out we are going to talk about our seminar topics going to be how to keep beautiful women in, in your life interested how to ask her out first date tips and how to get home with a woman so we're going to cover that and then of course guys we'll have the plenty of time for the q a 
afterwards. Um, but yeah, well, thank you guys all for listening. One of one of the tips I wanted to say, Adam, that we're going to discuss a little teaser for the people out there is when you invite a girl back to your place after the first date, right, if she says no, do not get emotional. We just talked about that. Don't be that nice guy that gets mad at all. Oh, what are you talking? I just bought you the, these drinks or we went out on the state. You, you don't want to come back. No. OK, you got to play it cool. OK, no problem. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll see you next time. That's one of yep. the tips that we teach you guys. And it's very important. You cannot show anger. You cannot be emotional or get butthurt or you'll never see that girl ever again. So we teach you yeah. how to play it the right way. And, and that's the, yeah, that's part of the, like, I went through the whole process too. when I was, you know, getting better with game of trying to, I'd have my mindset like, oh, I got to sleep with this girl. Or I got to kiss her at the end of the night. And like, I got rid of that a long time ago. I have no expectations. Will she probably come over after the first date? Yeah, probably. Will we probably kiss and do other stuff? Yeah, probably, but that's not my expectation. So I have no anger if the night went a different route. Um, I'm just going to enjoy the moment with her, be present in the moment, enjoy that time rather than going, oh, when should I go in for the kiss? I got to seal the deal. I got to do this. It's like, no, no, no. Enjoy your night. Have fun. Be present with her. And if she doesn't want to come over, that's her loss. That's the way I look at it. No big deal. I'm like, all right, fine. Have, have fun tonight. But uh, yeah, never exactly. try to force her yeah. in. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like we taught you. Let everything happen naturally. Okay? Influence the mind. Influence. And the heart and body will follow, gentlemen. Thank you. Once again, I'm, I'm the czar of dating, Zardanya, the texting prince, also known as Adam. We'll see you guys on the next podcast. All right, take care, guys. Thank you.